0: Hello, everybody. This is Side Out. I'm your host, Jaren. With me is Landon and Zach on the phone. What's up, guys?
1: What's up, man? What's up?
0: What's up? All right. Uh, As we start every podcast, we do a top five to start it off. And Zach, since you're our guest, you're always going to get to go first. So why don't you give us your top five NFL rookies this year?
1: I actually have six. I know you said five, but I have two tied for fifth place because I couldn't make up my mind. Already changing the rules. I know, I know. But number one, I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. I know the Giants aren't playing well this year, but he just looks better and better every single game. In this last game, he's if they could find a quarterback that could throw it downfield, he's going to be the best, one of the best running backs in the league. I would already put him up there, top five, in my opinion. Um, number two, I'm going to go Baker. I know we had a rough day today, but you know, just to win two games already in Cleveland after they went 0-16 last year, I got Baker number two. Um, number three, I got Sam Darnold. I mean, what he's doing up there in New York, they just, they look like a totally different football team with the quarterback back there.
0: He scored 42 again today.
1: Yeah, he, he looks good. Um, you know, him, I could swap him and Baker right there, but you know, I'm always going to stick with Baker. But Sam, he just, he looks good. He looks a lot better than what I thought he'd be. I mean, I knew he had a strong arm and, you know, he's a good NFL prototype quarterback, but he's, he's going to be good and he's just going to continue to get better. Um, number four, I got Derwin James. You know, I watched him a couple times earlier in the year and then just watching him today for the chargers. I mean, Remember watching him back at Florida State last year, and everyone talked about how good he was. And he's he's quietly having a really good season this year. He's he's very athletic. He's a good blitzer. He can cover. Um, so yeah, I've got him at number four. And number five, I've got two people, and they're tied because I couldn't make up my mind. I've got a little bit of a sleeper that I feel like not very many people think of, but Philip Lindsay for Denver. Um, didn't get drafted, and then comes in, and you know, I think he was a fourth-string running back, and he's just quietly been having a really productive year too. Um, he's been getting – I want to say he had the most touches out of all the running backs last week, and I know Royce Freeman's been hurt, but he looks good. And then the guy, other guy that I had to put in there was Calvin Ridley, the guy from Alabama that plays for Atlanta. And, um, <laughs> Atlanta, I don't understand how they don't win every game they play. <laughs> Their offense is so good, but, they I mean – you can't guard Julio and Ridley and Austin Hooper. Devontae Freeman's in the backfield, and he's coming back from injury. It's a
0: new. It's
1: a new, yeah. they they're
0: Coleman. You know, Coleman.
1: They're stacked. But, yeah, I like what Calvin Ridley's doing up there. I think if he continues to do that, um, Atlanta's going to have an issue <laughs> keeping all those receivers together because I think he's going to end up being a Pro Bowl receiver here in the next year, too. Yeah, for sure.
2: All right, Landon. All right. Well, my number one is Denzel Ward. I mean, so far he's honestly he probably looked like the best player in the draft. He's been great. And the Browns got crap for passing on Chubb for him. Yeah. And he, they're looking like they made the right call. And uh number two, Saquon Barkley. I mean, he's a game breaker. If he had half a line, he would probably be in the top two in NFL and yeah. rushing, if not leading. And then number three going Derwin James, athletic freak, difference maker for the Chargers. And then you know Calvin Ridley, he said it all. Guys been putting up stats like crazy opposite Julio. And then I have Baker at five. Um, I know his stats haven't been the best, but winning two games and he's I mean he's given the Browns hope. Yeah, I mean and that's huge. That will I mean that's all you really need to do to make a top five rookie list is give the worst franchise in NFL history some hope. Yeah, That's
0: true. That's true. all the stats I've got have three wins too. Yeah. All these stats I've got are obviously before today's game, but number one, I got Saquon. He has 438 yards on 5.2 per carry, like you said, with a horrible offensive line. He has 373 yards receiving, which is more than Calvin Ridley. He's just been unbelievable this year. And then I had Derwin James at number two. He's got 31 tackles, one interception, and three sacks as a safety, which is pretty crazy. He has more sacks than Bradley Chubb, and people talk about how great Chubb was going to be. Uh, number three, I went Calvin Ridley, nineteen catches, three hundred two yards. He's averaging sixteen yards per catch and has six touchdowns. That is just insane. Right. Number four, I went Denzel Ward. Like you said, twenty five tackles, three interceptions, one forced fumble, and six passes defended. That's just yeah. You were saying he's probably the best player in the draft playing, and he's he's playing like one of them.
1: He sure. has a blocked field goal too.
0: Yeah, and a blocked field goal. So yeah, he's he's been doing it all all season. Number five, I did go Baker a lot like what Landon said with, you know, you got a team that was just in the dumps one, one game in two years. He comes in, wins two of them. And other than today, obviously he looked like a rookie finally today, but he's been, they've been in every game. And I saw they went from 190 yards to 400 yards per game when Baker took over. Um, they went from 15 points per game to 25 points per game. So he's obviously made a big difference to that offense. All right. Second topic, Zach, most disappointing NFL
1: team? You know, this this one was kind of a tough one to choose from too, but I'm going to go with the team that's actually – they actually have a decent record, but I'm going to go the Houston Texans. Last year when Deshaun Watson was healthy, they were rolling on teams. Their offense looked great. Um, Obviously the Texans have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL – but they they just really disappointed me overall. I mean, I, they beat Dallas last week, but I would say that's not saying much, but Dallas is rolling Jacksonville right now. But I just – I don't know. I'm pretty disappointed with the way they've been playing. Um, next week they have a big game against Jacksonville to see who's going to be first in that division. But I've just been disappointed with the way that they have played. Um, they have to – you know, DeAndre Hopkins, who in my opinion is one of the best receivers in the NFL, and Deshaun Watson – I don't know if he just had a breakout year last year as a rookie and has just been struggling, or their offensive line has just always been an issue. And their running game really hasn't been doing too hot. And that, that's my disappointing team just because I thought they would be a lot better than what they've played so far.
0: Yeah, that was a team that actually I had winning the AFC South before yeah. the year. So, I mean, they still got a shot at it at least.
2: Who's your? Um, I actually had two teams. One doesn't make a lot of sense with the current score, but I was going to say the Cowboys. But, I mean, <laughs> They're killing that everyone arm. Was saying, oh, this is going to be the year. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's back. And then, you know, up until today, the offense has looked Horrible. in at mm-hmm. the entire season. Defense has been solid, but when you can't, you know, get more than three downs, the defense isn't going to hold up, yeah. regardless of how good they are. The other one I was had was the Atlanta Falcons. They have all these pieces added, Calvin Ridley. They were supposed to be great. A lot of their issues are tied to injuries on defense. They've yeah. lost Dion Jones, uh, uh,
0: Canoe, yeah, yeah, uh, can,
2: yeah. What's Keanu, his name? Neil, Neil? Neil, yeah. Neal, I think they've lost three starters, three of the biggest starters on the defense. They can't stop anybody, yeah. Um, and when you get stuck and you have to outscore everyone, you're not going to win a lot of games. And I really think those are the two. Those are my two. This point, yeah.
0: I had so I almost went Texans, but they have a shot to win the AFC South, which I said they would win it. I almost said Jaguars because of how they've been playing, but I went with a team that I didn't think they'd be great this year, but I didn't think they'd be this bad, and that's the Raiders. One in five, but they should be zero in six because the Browns got that first down. You know, I, I still don't know where they saw the spot to change that, yeah. but but nonetheless, they're, they're one in five. Um, they just have looked maybe the worst team in the NFL and that's including the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's what like,
2: happens when you trade your best players.
0: Yeah, and now they're talking about trading Cooper and Carl Joseph, their other two best players. Um, yeah, it's, it's not because good. Because they paid I mean.
1: their head coach too much money. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, it's not looking good in Oakland. Most surprising team this year? We might actually all have the same one.
1: Zach? Oh, you're going with me? Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty easy. I'm going the Kansas City Chiefs. They, I, I mean, I figured they would be good, but I really didn't see them being undefeated. We'll see how they do tonight in Foxborough. But that's I mean, a huge matchup tonight. Patrick Mahomes has been incredible. And, you know, I want to sit here and say how great Baker's been, winning two games in Cleveland. But Patrick Mahomes has been by far, in my opinion, which we'll get to this later. But the best player in the NFL up to this point, the dude has been absolutely lights out. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He has great pocket presence. And, you know, coming out of Texas Tech, everyone knew he could sling the ball around. But, you know, Texas Tech has those prototype quarterbacks that come out of there and don't do anything in the NFL. And he has completely you know, turn that around. And the, their defense has played a lot better. Um, Justin Houston, Eric Berry, they've got players on that side of the ball. Kareem Hunt is, I mean, you know, he's not having as good a year as he did last year, obviously. But when that, that offense is just loaded. You got Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins was a huge pickup for them. Then obviously you have the freak who that dude is just so fast. It's ridiculous. So yeah, that's, that's the most surprising team to me, just because how well they're playing this far, and we'll, we'll see how they do in the second half of the season, see if they can keep it up. But right now, they're they're the most surprising team to me.
2: Yep, uh, I also had the Chiefs on there. Like I did pick them to win this division, so I thought they'd win probably twelve, thirteen games this year. I didn't expect them to steamroll everyone they're that they so came good. in front of. And honestly, since I thought that was kind of boring to just go with them, I also picked the Bengals as a surprising team. Yeah, sure. yeah that's a good pick. I, make... th- I thought they were going wow. toward the end of the division. We both picked them last. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that offense has looked great. This is the best A.J. Green has looked in three, four seasons back yep. when there was an actual debate who was better between him and Julio. Uh, and uh, that line's better. Dalton's got time to actually throw the ball, not under pressure, which everyone knows that's where he struggles most. And the defense has been solid. So.
1: And they just got perfect back, so their defense should yeah. get yeah. better.
2: As long as he doesn't get suspended
0: yeah, again. Just, just again. Yeah, I mean, it's the common theme. I went Chiefs also. I like the Chiefs before the year, but the crazy thing about this is they're 5-0 and their defense isn't very good. No. They really have not played great, but the offense is so good. We, But I think this is going to be different. Chiefs usually start out pretty good and then falter at the end. But I think a guy like Mahomes, they finally got that quarterback that will take mm-hmm. shots and he's not just dink and dunk or check down Alex, as they like to call yeah. Alex Smith. Um, like Zach was saying, with uh, he's just another Texas Tech quarterback, a lot of people thought. But you could tell when he was in college, there was something different about this kid.
2: Yeah, I, he had his next-level physical traits. Normally, they yes. have the – Weak not really weak arm, but kind of weaker arm guys who rely on the quick passes, the screens, and everything. Yeah. But he had another level to his physical.
1: And everyone, yeah. everyone knows how strong of an arm that that guy has. But when they played Denver a couple weeks ago, they were showing it on was it Monday Night Football or, or yeah. Yes, yeah. And they were showing his pregame. He stood in the end zone, and they were talking about how you could throw it farther, you know, with that altitude, standing in his own end zone. He threw it, and it landed on the other thirty-five yard line. Mm -hmm. I have never seen anything like that. And when you have a guy as fast as Tyree Kill that can break a defense like that, you have to put a safety back there. And so it just opens up so many different holes for him.
0: Yeah, he's got a cannon for sure. Um, So they're surprising just because, I mean, if you look at their defensive stats, you wouldn't think they're undefeated, but Mahomes has just been incredible. All right, the most disappointing college football team. Who is it, Zach?
1: I'm going with the Auburn Tigers. They, uh, Jarrett Stidham. I really expected a lot more out of him this year. When he transferred from Baylor, I really thought Auburn would just be one of the better teams in the SEC, without a doubt. They are ranked pretty high preseason. You know, everyone talked about them giving Bama their toughest game. You know, towards the end of the year, um, their defense is actually still surprisingly pr- playing pretty well, but their offense just puts them in terrible spots. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave up a lot of points to Tennessee, but it's not like Tennessee really moved the ball that. Much. Auburn just turned the ball over, gave up a big punt return. Um, yeah, I just, I did not see Auburn falling off the wagon like they have. Um, they've had three or four players leave the program in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I didn't expect them to win the SEC by any means, but I expected them to be a top 15 and be competitive in the SEC. And they, what are they, have three straight losses right now, I think. Two or three, yeah, but they, They have just been extremely disappointing to me because I figured they would be a lot better on that side, you know, especially the offensive side of the ball with someone like Garrett Siddham. And they come out, you know, at the start of the year and beat Washington. And everyone thinks that they're going to, you know, be a great team because Washington's, you know, they looked pretty solid at the start of the year too. And ever since that Washington game, they have just – they've fallen off the wagon.
2: Yep. To me, there was actually a lot of disappointing teams this year. And uh, college football – uh, the two biggest ones, one is TCU. I thought they would be challenging for the Big 12 title. I mean, yeah. I knew they'd have to have a couple things break their way to make that happen, but I didn't expect them to be sitting where they are now, bottom, middle of the conference, not even looking like they can move the ball that well. I mean, obviously, defense is solid. Gary Patterson always mm-hmm. brings out a solid defense, but that offense has just been bad. Uh, the other big one, they're still in the top 20, uh, to me, Wisconsin, I, mean, I picked yeah. them as a possible playoff team, yeah. definitely in the Big Twelve title game, and they're lost two two games. Is it two straight or is it two, oh, two the last two three? straight or two of the last? No, it's, no two it's two out of the last three. three. They won two last three. three yeah. yeah, I mean they just haven't looked. Yeah, like what they were supposed to with that veteran offensive line and Jonathan Taylor. Like, they just had not yeah, looked yeah. like they're supposed to.
0: Well, Horneybrook is still Hornibrook. He's been horrible that's, this year. That's that's exactly accurate. what I
1: texted Jaron the other night. Like, <laughs> yeah. how is Horneybrook still playing college football? He's just not now. accurate like, he's at He's been there forever. Just, yeah. Yeah, and he's – I mean, it's – I'm not going to sit here and say I can do better because, you know, he's a college football player, but <laughs> that guy – You know, they load the box. He has one-on-one coverage every single time he throws the ball, and somehow he still throws it straight to the other team. Well, and he
0: misses some wide-open passes (laughs) that literally we could make those throws, and it's just bad. Uh, My disappointing team, I went with Zach also. I went Auburn. Um, They had the big win versus Washington, Um, like you said. um, They had a one-point loss to LSU, and you're like, okay, that's not bad. LSU's looking pretty good. Obviously, they just dumped Georgia. Um, but then they go to Mississippi State and lose twenty three to nine. Just get couldn't do anything offensively, and then they get beat thirty to twenty four against Tennessee last week or this week. And you, no one, Tennessee isn't good at all, and they lose that game. Tennessee's been awful all season long. Um, you, you're finally see, seeing how big of a loss Petway and on Johnson were in the running game because they just that's what they like to do. That's how they open up their offenses offense is through the run game um like zach said stidham hasn't been good this year either but uh yeah auburn tigers i didn't think they'd be great i thought they could be nine and three ten and two which they could still be nine and three but uh to start the season the way they've started it uh what are they three and three four and three something like that yeah four and three yeah it's just not good it's just not good
1: and they still have to play alabama and
0: yeah, they well I they got old, they got at Ole Miss this week. Then they got Texas A and M. They still got Georgia and they got Alabama. They really could lose two more games.
1: Yeah, because A and M, Ole Miss is going to put points on the board, and if you know they can't score, yeah. Ole Miss is going to win that one too.
0: Yeah, and this year they have to go to Georgia and to Alabama, so I don't think they win those games. Um, all right, most surprising team in college football.
1: I actually, I have three right here. It's kind of hard to pick one. Um, I'm going to start off with Florida. Um, Florida looks a lot better than what they've been. You know, they brought in Dan Mullen, which I absolutely cannot stand that guy. But, you know, they 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 look good. Beating LSU last week at home, obviously that's a good win right now um, after what LSU did to Georgia. They're going to have some opportunities later in the year. You know, they obviously they played Georgia. Um, if they can just keep winning, and they squeaked out against Vanderbilt, but, you know, they – That defense, they're getting back to what Florida defense used to be. Yeah. Um, The second team I have is who Florida beat, LSU. You know, I figured LSU would be good, but I didn't figure they would be. Honestly, I picked them in the top 25, but not, you know, a top 10 team or top five team for this matter. Um, Watching them against Georgia yesterday, I don't know if Georgia just isn't as good as what people think, but LSU's defense looked great. Um, That quarterback. He's not the greatest quarterback. He's tough. He'll stand in there. He's not afraid to take a hit. Probably
0: the best one they've had in a while. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, so I I would go with them um, for sure. And then – oh, I didn't write it down. I can't remember who my last one was. Y'all go ahead and I'll just see if I can remember.
2: Uh, I also have two. Uh, one of them Notre Dame. I yeah. thought they might be pretty good this year. I didn't expect them to be undefeated at this point. If they hadn't made the switch of quarterback, they probably wouldn't be Mm -hmm. undefeated at this point. But we're now in a world where Notre Dame is probably going to be in the college football playoffs. Yeah. I mean,
0: they're going to be – Squeaking this one out
2: versus Pitt. Squeak that out. They got Navy, Northwestern, Florida State, (laughs) Syracuse, and USC. I mean, is Syracuse the only one? The toughest game they have left.
1: USC didn't look bad last night, though. Yeah, but they've looked bad most of the year. Yeah,
2: so that's a tough one. I mean, they're probably going undefeated, and if they do, there's no way they keep them out of the
0: playoffs. No, yeah, they're, playoffs. they're the one team that can keep the Big 12 out. Right.
2: And yep. then the other, thank you for mentioning the Big 12, my other surprise team is Texas.
1: Yeah. They... That's, that's who my one was, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> After that loss at Maryland, I had a lot of jokes, Yeah. and I thought we were in for another you know, seven and five, six and six, Texas year, and they uh, looked
0: worse, honestly, than the looked, year before.
2: They really did, but they turned it around. I think something clicked at halftime in the USC game. Yeah, and since then they've been on a roll. And quite frankly, I think they could go undefeated the rest of the season. I mean, at yeah. Oklahoma State, um, as long as Cornelius is the quarterback, <laughs> Oklahoma State will probably lose every game. Um, That's coming from an OSU grad. Too. <laughs> And then West Virginia is their toughest game, but they have them at home. Yeah. I mean, they could very well run the table and we get a Red River. Now, a do they match. have Iowa State? Or they have them. Iowa State at home. As well. they, have they have Iowa to go State at home. Tech, I two Tech, two Stillwater, and two more. It's two Tech could be interesting. That could be because they'll be coming off the game from West Virginia. So if yes. they win big, it could be a trap game. But,
1: yes, I mean, they still just, have shots. shot. Tech had been bad. Tech and has, just to add on to him, because that was my third team, um, uh, obviously, obviously, me and Jaron both picked OU to lose to Texas at the start of the year. I, that did not surprise me at all. But just the way that they've played since that Maryland game. And Jaron pointed out a pretty good fact when at the Texas game. You know, I, I went back and watched that Texas-Maryland game. That rain was unbelievable. And, you know, th- you can make excuses all day for any game. But that was just kind of one of those freak games that no one really – you know, goes back and thinks about. And just the way they played OU, um, OU's defense obviously looked terrible, but Texas has some studs. Colin Johnson is a beast on the outside. A Um, really
2: good receiver. Their running
1: backs are good. And what's big for Texas is getting Ellinger back healthy because I think Shane Bushell is trashed. But if they can get Ellinger back healthy and, you know, get him where he's running the ball like he does and that defense continues to play like they've been playing, Texas is going to be tough to beat.
0: Yeah, for sure. My surprise team, I went with Zach also. I went with Florida, 6-1. and one. Uh, Just looking at their – they lost to Kentucky, but it was – basically it was 20-16. to 16. They threw a pick six at the very end, and that's why Kentucky won 27-16. But Kentucky's number 14 in the country, so they're yeah. not bad. That's a surprise. Yeah. But in <laughs> their other games, they they killed Charleston Southern. They should. They killed Colorado State. They should. They dominated Tennessee, who we just said beat Auburn. Uh they went to Starkville at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's not a bad team. They won a close 13-6 defensive-type game. Then they come home versus LSU back-to-back tough games, beat LSU by eight, and then they kind of struggled a little bit with Vanderbilt but ended up winning by double digits, ten points. Um, so 6-1 and one Florida. Now they got a huge game this week, a rivalry game, neutral side game, Florida at Georgia. Well, neutral side, so Florida and Georgia.
1: Is that this week or? In, I think that's in two weeks.
0: Uh, yeah, it's in two weeks. So they get a bye before that. So we'll we'll see how that game shakes out. But if they win that game, we're looking at them going eleven and one because they got Missouri, South Carolina, both at home. They go to Idaho and they end it with at Florida State, which Florida State might be worse than Idaho. So
2: Idaho has the most depressing stadium in <laughs> all of college football.
0: Yeah. So Florida's yeah. got a real shot. They, they've really turned it around.
1: That's another disappointing team that no one said is Florida State.
0: Yeah, it just—I didn't think they were going to be that great. I didn't either. because they I thought some, they some, still had the offensive line issues. They had a new coach, <laughs> Willie Taggart took over. We saw how bad he was at Oregon last year because we see how great Oregon is this year without him. And now Florida right. State. You um,
1: know, I, I expected them to not—I didn't expect them to win the ACC by any means. But DeAndre Francois—he's a good quarterback, and he just I, doesn't I have figured, a line. I watched the I game; and
0: he's pressured every time he drops back.
1: Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: All right, uh, NFL MVP. Who is it? We probably have the This is going to be a same. boring conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and speak for all three of us here. Right now, it's without a doubt Patrick Mahomes. Um, guy's been lighting up the Don't NFL. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, I mean, if, tonight it's a big game for him just to, you know, prove himself on the road in Foxborough in a hostile environment against the GOAT. Um, the number one quarterback of all time, above Peyton Manning, Jaron. No, he's not.
0: They're but I mean, if, if Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> go,
1: if Patrick Mahomes can go on the road and win against Tom Brady and statement. Foxborough, um, i I feel like tonight, if he wins that game and he just has you know an average rest of the year, he's going to win the MVP just because of where he's put Kansas City, mm-hmm. and just that that offense, and you know, Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback, but they've done a great job putting weapons around him, and. You know, I, a lot of people questioned um, trading Alex Smith. I say a lot. A lot of us expected it to happen. But that offense is just unbelievable with him. So, right now, he's without a doubt, no questions asked, the MVP.
2: Yeah, yeah 100%. So got, yep. I'm not even sure who you would rank it. Second to where exactly. – Maybe Todd Gurley because he's having a pretty good Gurley, year. Yeah, like that's it. I mean, you know, Brady has been known to go on runs before. He, he hasn't, hasn't had a great, great start yeah. to the year, but I mean, if he reels off, you know, yeah. another 10 games, he's back. Aaron Rodgers is always in the conversation just because he's Aaron Rodgers and he can do things. Yeah. But I mean, he's, Mahomes is so far ahead of the pack. Something yeah. crazy has to happen for him not to win it. And that's kind of an absurd thing to say at this uh, this yeah. early in the season. I mean, 64%
0: completion, 1,513 yards, 8.6 per attempt, but the craziest thing is basically his rookie year because he only played one game last year, 14 touchdowns, and two interceptions. That's just unreal. It's Pop- unreal
1: for pretty much he, – he's not a rookie because he played a little last year, but his first season to be the quarterback. Yeah. he only played only in throwaway.
0: one game last year. And it was week 17, a throwaway game. So,
1: And that, as much as they throw the ball for him to only have two interceptions, that's saying a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, Heisman, who's your Heisman leader?
1: Right now, I, I'm going to go with Tua just because of the numbers he's been throwing up there. And the thing is about Tua is he's only been playing about a half of football every game, and he's still throwing up those numbers. Um, I think it's pretty easy at this point to pick Tua, but I think Kyler's right there with him. Even with the loss to Texas, Kyler still had a pretty dang good game. Yeah, he had two pretty crucial turnovers, but, I mean, just he's so... Two-dimensional. You can't stop him. He can throw the ball. He has a great arm. Um, he's, in my opinion, the fastest, one of the fastest players in college football. I mean, he just has that second gear where you saw it on the run against Texas. I mean, Texas is not like a terrible defense, and they're fast, and he ran straight by them. Um, so I think it. I think it's going to be tight. I personally, if I had a vote, I would vote Kyler. I might be a little biased, but we'll see what Tua does at the end, you know towards when he starts to play Florida. Uh, if Florida makes it at the end of the year when they play LSU, you know, who obviously has a pretty good defense. Uh, When he starts playing some better teams, if he keeps putting up those numbers, I think Tua's got it.
0: So you got Tua as the front runner. Who do you think wins it in the end, if you had to put money on
1: it? I put in my notes that Kyler wins it in the end, and the reason being is I think Tua will struggle against LSU. Um, I mean, last night against Missouri – he had a good game, but they didn't look, you know, as dominant as they have in, you know, the past couple of games. And, you know, that he did sprain his knee. And I think that could be, that's one of the big reasons why I picked Kyler in the end is because if, if that has any effect on him at all, which it didn't look like it did because he did come back in the game. But I, I think two is going to play a lot better defenses down the stretch than what OU is going to have to face. OU I don't even know who their best defense is that they're going to face the rest of the year. Maybe TCU next week, um, and then Texas in the Big 12 championship if we make it that far. And they win out, but I think Kyler just has a great opportunity to put up some big numbers like he has been. I think Tua's is going to struggle a little bit down the stretch. Right. So I'm going to go Kyler Boomer Sooner two in a year or two in a row.
2: Okay, I think this is two is to lose. I mean, unreal numbers. Everything else. Oh, like 14 yards per yeah. attempt and he's doing it like he said doing it about half one half of football mm-hmm. there was some game the other day i don't remember which one it was a couple weeks ago he was like 10 of 10 for 300 yards at halftime yeah like that didn't even make sense those that that's not even video game numbers like you can't even do that yeah <laughs> in a video game uh there is the chance that they'll run into a tough defense and his numbers do come down some plus it's so enjoyable to watch like Nick Saban just look almost angry. That so they have a quarterback who can throw the ball 30 yeah. <laughs> yards downfield? like He's just mad. He's like, we're going to throw a pick one day, and that's going to prove why we I, run the ball the whole time. But, <laughs> that's I mean, so true. he's the best player. I mean, at least offensive player. We've learned by now defensive players don't matter when it yeah. comes to the Heisman Trophy. He's the best player on the best team in the country, and that's normally who – the Heisman goes to unless someone just has an absurd season. So do you think who ends up winning at in the long run? I do. Uh my dark horse would be Dwayne Haskins, another okay. quarterback for the top team. Ohio I mean State, yeah. Ohio State. I mean he's got twenty eight touchdowns to four picks at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been times you saw in the Penn State game, he looks like a guy who started, you know, five games in his career times, but he has the tools and Ohio State outside Michigan's kind of through the tough part of their schedule. Yeah. He could put up numbers yeah. and possibly challenge if Tua falls off.
0: Yeah, I've got Tua number one, 72% completion, 1,760 yards, 14.3 at But the craziest thing 21 touchdowns, zero interceptions. That is unreal for a start. But. To win the Heisman, I think you're going to need a Heisman moment. And I'm afraid that there's going to be so many games because they don't play very good teams. We Now we know Auburn's probably not as good. LSU could be a close one. And then you might not get that until the, maybe Georgia in the conference championship. But where's his Heisman moment going to come from? His that Heisman does,
2: moment is 21 touchdowns. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that,
0: that's play a factor because, you know, when Lamar won – his Heisman moment, even though they lost, was to Clemson. He just lit Clemson up, but he still had his Heisman moment.
2: Johnny Manziel had his win over
0: Alabama. Alabama. Uh, Baker, even last year, had his win. I mean, you could pick one, but the Texas game-winning throw that he threw was and then probably just right the, there. Uh, Oklahoma's the Bedlam game. Bedlam game, yeah, had a big game in that one. Um, TCU had a big game, um, but it, well, or Ohio State might have been his Heisman moment at the beginning so of the year.
2: There's your case for Tua. If you're just great the whole year.
0: But he Maybe did have a couple game-winning throws, and I don't know if Tua will have that. Now, I want to see him in a close game. So I hope LSU game is close. I think the guy that's going to win it is a guy that already has a Heisman moment because he already led a fourth-quarter comeback versus a top team on the road, and it was Dwayne Haskins, like you said. He led the comeback versus Penn State, beat them on the road. And like you said, they're all he's going to have to play Michigan at the end of the year, so he could have another chance to do another Heisman moment. But I think he's going to end up winning it, uh, honestly. All right, who is your AFC playoff teams?
1: I've got the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Steelers. I still have the Jags, which after watching that game today, uh, that could definitely be subject to change. (laughs) And the Chargers. I think the Chargers are actually a pretty solid team, not just because they lit the Browns up, but they – Phillip Rivers – he just continues to be able to throw the ball downfield. They have the receivers. Melvin Gordon looks better and better every day. Um their defense looks a lot better. I think the big thing for them is if they can get Bosa back. He's one of the better, you know, pass rushers in the league. They can get him back and then have Derwin James on the backside of that defense. I don't think they're gonna do anything, but I do see them making the playoffs. Um do you want me to go ahead and give my AFC championship with that or
0: Yeah, yeah. Give your AFC championship and who wins that?
1: I've got, for the ASC Championship, I have actually have the Chiefs and the Patriots who play tonight, and I have the Patriots winning that. Um, I think the biggest key for the Patriots, if you take Josh Gordon off that team, I think the Chiefs win. But I think Josh Gordon is just that good of a player. You put him with, you know, Gronk if they can stay healthy. Um, Burkhead will be back towards the end of the year. Um, Sonny Michael, they have all those running backs that Bill Belichick just continues to use all of them. You can't have a Patriots running back in fantasy because you never know which one's going to play. Um, but yeah, with Josh Gordon over there, and just the until the Patriots don't make the Super Bowl, I can't pick against them. So I've got the Patriots and the coming out of the AFC. Hmm? Um, I'm
2: going to have the Patriots, Bengals, Jaguars. Still, I just don't trust anyone else in that division, and I guess I don't trust the Jags either, but. <laughs> Uh, the Chiefs, also then the Chargers, I'm going to say the Titans. Sneak in. Uh, they've looked pretty good at times with the Titans, but as Mariota gets healthier, I think they'll start to open up the playbook a little bit more. I mean, that's okay. kind of boring. I picked a bunch of people leading yeah. their divisions right now. But I mean, Patriots are in second in their division, but the Dolphins are not going yeah, to stay up there. On. We've seen
1: what. Well, the we Dolphins...
0: saw them get blown out.
2: Right. When
1: they played the Patriots, <laughs> we know. Hey, they, they got, got Brock Iswell, Osweiler. Osweiler <laughs> yeah. leading the show now. I do.
2: So. <laughs> that man is still employed? I
1: don't. Yeah. I... <laughs> hey, he threw for three hundred and eighty yards <laughs> he today. He did.
2: He lit them up. Oh, good for him. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your uh, championship? I game. also have the Chiefs and the Patriots, and I'm picking the Patriots. Uh, I think. I mean, it's been said his entire career, what Belichick does best is take away what another team does best. And I think tonight we will kind of see a bit of a vanilla defense from the Patriots and Belichick will keep some things in his back pocket because he knows this is the team they have to go through to get to that next Super Bowl. So this is going to be, I'm not going to say he's going to throw the game, but it's going to be more of a fact finding mission, finding out exactly what the chiefs do to know how to beat them when it really counts.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs didn't win pretty handily today, honestly.
2: And plus, Brady in the playoffs is a little bit different from, was it, week seven Brady? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've got the Pats, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Jaguars, the Bengals, and the Chargers. Um, I just think those are right now the six best teams. Um, I got the Pats and Chiefs like you guys do. Um, I think it will be in Kansas City, which will play a big factor. But I still think the Pats are winning because I'm going to experience. And because, like I said, the Chiefs' defense isn't any good. And when you have to face Tom Brady in the playoffs, I trust Tom Brady or Bill Belichick's defense to make stops instead of Kansas City's. Uh, so I think the Patriots win. Like Zach said, if they don't have Josh Gordon, I'm picking the Chiefs. But I think Josh Gordon changes that whole whole game right there. Because now you got Gordon, you'll have Edelman, and you have Gronk, and you have a really, really solid receiving core. Not to mention James White, who they use as a receiver also. All right, NFC, Zach.
1: All righty, I have the Rams, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Redskins. Um, yes, I did leave out your Cowboys, Jaren. Um, <laughs> until, today was a good win. I will give them that, but until they can show me that they can do that consistently... Um, I have zero trust in Dak Prescott in that offense. Um, my NFC Championship, I have the Rams and the Saints. Um, the Saints, you know, I watched them when they played Cleveland, when Tyrod started. And Cleveland really should have won that game too. Um, but after that, Drew Brees, he's just, he's a monster. And Alvin Kamara, they just got Mark Ingram back. Um, that backfield is just, in my opinion, the best running back duo that the the NFL has. Um, their receivers just continue to get better and better. Their defense doesn't look as bad as it has in the past. Um, I do have the Rams winning going to the Super Bowl. I have the Rams winning everything. Um, I just think the Rams have too many weapons. I think Jared Goff just continues to get better and better. Um, they have so many receivers. They have Todd Gurley. Um, I can't even remember the backup running back's name, but he's having a pretty good year too coming in for Gurley. Um, so yeah I have the Rams and the, who did I say? the Rams and the, the Rams going all the yeah Rams Patriots in the Super Bowl. I have Los Angeles winning the Super Bowl. Um, as far as just making the playoffs, I have the Redskins in there and this might sound crazy, but Adrian Peterson has looked really, really good. Um, he's not know. he's obviously not who he was in the past. But he just continues to run over people, and he just he's hard to bring down. He's just like he always has been. And um, Alex Smith, he's been taking care of the ball up there, and that's really all they want him to do. Their defense isn't bad, and I th- I think Washington could get some people trouble in the playoffs, but I do not see them getting out of the first round. All
2: right, take the Eagles, Bears, Saints, Rams, Panthers, and the Vikings. Um, I know the Redskins are leading the division right now, but I don't don't trust any Redskins team, especially one led by Alex Smith. (laughs) I mean, outside of his run with Andy Reid in Kansas City, Alex Smith does not look like someone who you should rely on. Who's,
1: Who's your team coming out of that division? The Eagles. The Eagles, okay.
2: I mean, they're still the champs. That defense has looked spotty at times, but I think as Carson Wentz plays more, I mean, people have had the chance to pull away in that division, and they've let games slip away while the Eagles got healthy. And yeah. they'll get Timmy Jernigan back, who's a big part in the center of that defensive line over in the year. And I don't like that, because so I don't like the Eagles. but
0: <laughs> I, And I think you saw them coming back to form this week when yeah. they played the Giants.
2: And, I mean, the Bears, who would have picked them to be leading a division and have a chance? I think they're going to win the division, and they have a chance to – a chance to. I mean, it's all because of Khalil Mack. He changed the entire trajectory of that team. Nagy is a great offensive mind who's I mean, you see it from times with Trubisky actually making some throws, which we yeah. did not see at all last year. But as far as an NFC championship game, I'm also going Rams and Saints. And I mean the Saints are a very complete team. Offense is good. Defense took a step back from last year, which is kind of expected when you have a team that comes out of nowhere Mm who has been bad for a long time but they still had those same young players last year that made them good plus they drafted mark Stavenport, who at the time i was not a fan of them trading up for that pick but you're seeing the flashes of why they traded up to he hadn't been able to put together everyone knew he was a project but those athletic physical traits are starting to come through and he can be a difference maker down the stretch but i don't think it's enough i think the rams end up making the super bowl and who wins Rams and Pats. Taking the Pats. Okay. You have Belichick, who's going to be defending a similar defense in this, in my fictional world here, as what the Chiefs just did. Mm-hmm. I mean, McBay comes from that kind of similar style to Andy Reid, plus you have Belichick having an extra week to prepare for it. And, I mean, and Goff, as good as he is, is not as talented as like Mahomes is. And if yeah, Belichick figure out a way to stop Mahomes, he can have two weeks to figure out how to stop golf. All right.
0: All right. Uh I've got the Eagles winning the East. Uh the Rams winning the West. The Vikings winning the North and the Saints winning the South. I've got the Panthers getting in, and then I've got the Packers. So I do have the Bears actually falling off. Uh that last spot was kind of hard because I had the Bears, I had Packers, mm-hmm. and I had um I think I didn't really thank Cowboys too much. I don't think they're going to make playoffs. Before I the year, I said they wouldn't make the playoffs. So uh, they don't, just don't have weapons offensively. Now, we did see them finally get creative, which they talked all offseason how creative they were going to be on offense. They hadn't done it, but maybe one game um, earlier in the year. Um, the, uh, the I the Giants. And the oh, Lions. oh the Lions. It was the Lions. It wasn't the Giants. Lions game, and then now we've seen it in this game. So we'll see, but I don't think the Cowboys make it. Um, I thank Rams-Saints. So we all have the same conference <laughs> – Uh, Championship games, we all have the same Super Bowl, Rams and Pats for me, Um, as well as you guys. Zach has the Rams. You have the Pats. I'm going with the Rams. I think the Rams are the most dominant team, top to bottom. Defensively, they're dominant. They went all in on this year knowing that they can't uh, pay these guys next year. And that's why they went all in to bring in Khalil Mack to be a part of this team also, and they weren't able to do that. But they went all in to get him because they knew – Hey, we're not going to be able to pay these guys after this year, but we're all in for this year. Offensively, they're the best unit in football, and I think defensively, they're the best unit in football. Now that haven't they? They did early in the year, then they got some injuries, and so they haven't played like it recently. But I think the Rams beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. All right, who is in the college football playoff, and who is going to be playing for a national title?
1: I've got Alabama one, Clemson two. Oklahoma 3, Ohio State 4. Um, I think Ohio State does lose a game, but I think they win the Big Ten and go ahead and get in. Um, I know y'all are going to say Notre Dame, but Notre Dame has really beat some very, very, very below average teams this year. Um, Virginia Tech, they do not impress me at all. Um, playing with a backup quarterback, they did run away with it there at the end. Pitt got I'm going to use nice language here, but they got their butts handed to them by central Florida and Notre Dame barely squeaks by pit. I think Notre Dame loses a game before. And I think that one loss ends up knocking them out where that can fall. I'm not sure. I could see Syracuse beating them. Honestly, I could see USC beating them at the end of the year at USC. It's going to be a hostile environment. JT McDaniels, it just continues to get better. Um, they, I, I, I don't know who it's going to be, but I don't see Notre Dame winning out. Um, I think if Ohio State loses, I actually have – I said that backwards. I have Ohio State three, Oklahoma four. Um, the championship game, I have Ohio State and Alabama. I have Alabama winning it all. As long as Tua stays healthy, no one's going to beat them. All
2: right. I have Alabama one, Ohio State two, Notre Dame at three, and Clemson at four. I mean, I think – Probably all of those teams actually run the table. Clemson doesn't – isn't going to play anyone the rest of the year. I mean, unless this flip-up happens, same thing with Notre Dame. They don't play anyone. Unless something happens, they're going to be sitting there undefeated. Now, I could see Ohio State losing a game, but I do still think they win the Big big Ten, and they'll still sneak in. I mean – even if they lost, I think they're one of the top four teams. Not Might not be number two, but I think alabama will State a championship game with Bama winning because, I mean, with Tua at quarterback, this may be the best Bama team we've seen yeah. in the Nick Saban run. I mean, they're probably not as dominant defensively as some of the past teams, but for the first time, they don't have to be as dominant yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I got Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Clemson 3, Notre Dame 4. I picked OU to have two losses before the year, but even if they go 11-1 and or 12-1 and with the Big 12 champ, Notre Dame has to lose. Now, the crazy thing, I don't think Notre Dame is that good, honestly. I don't they beat Michigan first game of the year, which was impressive. Um, but really, if you take away one quarter, Michigan dominated that game, but they just turned it over so much that quarter and got blown out. Then they played Ball State. They win by eight. Then they play Vanderbilt, win by five. They did smash Wake Forest. They did smash Notre Dame. I mean, uh, Stanford. Then they did smash Virginia Tech. So those are three smashes. Then they squeak past Pitt. In but, the
1: Stanford game, you have to remember, too. That game was close until Bryce Love got hurt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they got Navy, Northwestern, Florida State, um, Syracuse, USC left. I just don't see them lose. Now, if they do lose, that opens a way for a Big 12 again. Pac-12 was eliminated as soon as Washington lost to Auburn night.
2: to Auburn week one.
0: Auburn week <laughs> one, but also losing this week. Two lost Pac-12 teams not getting in. I
2: mean, plus the perception of the Pac-12 is not that it's a very strong conference. Yeah. So, I mean, an undefeated Pac-12 champ, it's kind of like with the Big 12. Mm-hmm. You almost have to have undefeated unless chaos ensues and you have multiple Two
1: lost teams. One team I would say Notre Dame is going to have to mark on their schedule is Northwestern. Northwestern is notorious for knocking off big schools, and Pat Fitzgerald is one of the best college football coaches. You know, they're not a powerhouse by any means, but and I know they just barely beat Nebraska, but they beat Michigan State. Michigan State beat Penn State, and I know you could say here, 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 but I'm telling you there's going to be some teams that give Notre Dame a test, and like like you just said, Jaron. They barely squeak by some average teams. And with that being said, I just think someone knocks them up. I don't see them being able to squeak out. that They should have lost against Pitt. Pitt makes two field goals. They probably run away with that game.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, we see that almost every year, though. One team that you're like, oh, they just keep squeaking by these teams they should be destroying. How are they doing mm-hmm. it? And they end up making it to the end. It happens yeah. almost every year you see a team pull that
0: off. Now, with Georgia losing um, – LSU has a loss already. I, I think that eliminates two SEC schools getting in. Unless, first off, I don't think Alabama loses a game. Now, granted, if they get to the conference title game and it's 12-0 and Alabama versus 11-1 and Georgia, and 11-1 Georgia wins, then maybe you have a chance. But I don't think Alabama loses.
2: I think if that, I mean, if that happens, two SEC teams get in because they're not going to keep them out.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and I don't think they should because, honestly, if they're 12-0 and and they lose a game to Georgia, they're still a top-four team in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't see that happening. I think Alabama wins out, so it won't matter. So, But I will say, Clemson's got number 16, North Carolina State, who has the number one rated um, by a lot of draft scouts quarterback in the draft. North Carolina State does. And that's this week um, at 230. So that one could be maybe they lose. Other than that, South Carolina last game of the year, that's their only I mean, chance.
2: NC State, we talked about Notre Dame not beating anyone. NC State has really... Not beat anyone, yeah. I know, I but mean, I'm just saying, know... of all the games left, that's oh, their yeah. only I mean, shot we of losing, honestly. If West Virginia game wasn't canceled, but I mean, besides yeah. that, they beat literally no one, so yeah, that's the, of the toughest schedule, game, left. but I don't even know if it's because their
0: their best win right now was last week a 28 23 win versus Boston College, um, North Carolina State says so. Yeah. Now they do have, like I said, they have the number one rated quarterback, so maybe they get it done. Um, but anyways, I got Alabama, Ohio State in the national title game. Like you guys, um, I still think Alabama wins. I just this is the best, like you said, this is the best Alabama team I've seen. Um, at least in the past, they didn't have great quarterback play, but they'd have a great defense. But it's like, man, if the defense has one off day, you can beat them. Defense has an off day, you're still losing by twenty probably, <laughs> because that, they're just that good. All right, that wraps this up. That's our mid-season NFL and college football um, preview, I guess, um, and predictions. So it will be fun come bowl season and come playoffs to do another one of those. See how well we've done so far. (laughs) um, Me and you, we did the –
2: Basketball preview.
0: Yeah, and we did the preview to college football before – Um, We had two surprise teams, and mine was Boise State. Yours was Houston. Neither one has looked great. So probably should have just went UCF on that one. I
2: think we're both about 50-50 on all of our projections and our
0: previews. So I I guess that's not terrible. Exactly. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, Until next time. See you guys. Later.